Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. and I are here to welcome you back to part two. this song oh i do i love m83 hey put me two months in a couple of days uh, that's m83 midnight city probably the best song they ever did um god i love this band went and saw them live here in dallas they were playing like a little podunk uh they were playing gillies Gillies oh, really? Dallas. Gillies? Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, just great band, great band. I love it. Great dance music. As a matter of fact, the whole way from Canton to Putin Bay, I'm just putting this song on replay. I can always grab the steering wheel and crash this. It's okay. <laughs> It's BMW. It doesn't crash. Don't you remember? We have to right away through every stoplight. 
Where are we going? We don't need turn signals. <laughs> so, so Burks, Burks sent me uh, a video the other day, and uh, I, I immediately knew that it was about me <laughs> because he was like. It was, it was like an instructional video on how to drive. And they're like, <laughs> when you come to a four-way stop, always try to go in the order that you made it to the stop sign. Unless you're a BMW. Then blow on through the intersection because you have the right-of-way. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about some ugly food. Oh, God. This was not horrible for me, but I have had it. I couldn't finish it. And it's it sounds stupid. It's frog legs. And I thought, you know, it, everyone says it tastes like chicken, no problem. They come out and they're like you get the you get the two long leg bones connected at the knee and you got these white muscly thingies that are kind of translucent and gelatinous looking and I I I, I couldn't do it. I ate one and I was like, no, I'm done, man. It's like all, all, all going through my brain is Kermit the Frog in a wheelchair with two little stumps. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I just. So if they broke them apart and did them and deep fried them like chicken wings, I'd probably be OK. But no, that's not the way they do it. This you, is you, you, this yeah. is the first thing that you brought up that I've eaten that I actually like. I just, it was just the 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 visual, the visual threw me off so bad I couldn't do it. Uh, and they were they probably tasted great. I, the visual just did me in. There's there's been two things that could possibly be on this list. One is frog legs. The other one is rattlesnake. I never had rattlesnake. I mean, I've had gator. I liked oh, it. Oh my gosh, rattlesnake probably the same flavor rattlesnake was one of the best things that i've ever had yeah. uh roasted on a spit uh just but it tastes great man and then and the look it, of it doesn't bother me at all it tastes like barbecued chicken well yeah. just watch out for the bones yeah it's kind of like eating cod or something like that you know so yeah that was yeah had it hated it couldn't do it so yeah simple <sighs> next next up for me ever had duck <laughs> i think i know where this is going um i have had duck okay um you ever had goose i don't think so well this is made by either a duck or a goose. Usually a duck. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Usually a duck. This is a delicacy in France. And the Philippines. And the Philippines. True. Uh, the true derivative of this is, I don't want to say that it's not legal in America. It's just not served. Yeah, we yeah, we we don't eat dog over here. Uh, yeah, 
Um, we don't do this. This this is uh, foie gras. Oh, you went until a different direction. My bad. Okay. Foie gras is when you take a duck and you force feed them with corn to make their liver engorge and, be- and become yellow. Yeah, much yellow. I don't do liver, I, I, period. I, I guess that could have been on my list. I've had it. I hated it. I, 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 don't, I don't do liver. This is a French delicacy, which is usually fried in a pan with butter. Uh, when I had it, when I had it, I'll, I'll tell you, the taste was not what got me. The consistency. The texture. It's like eating grease, isn't it? Yeah. It, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. Like if you take grease and jello and combine them. Well, grease jello, but remember the liver is the heart blood of the body. So you got so, like coppery taste in there too. So you have this strong metallic taste. Ugh. And I was just like, no, this turns me off. I can't do this. Um, now in France, I'm, I'm sure everything's better in France. Except for the hospitality. As long as you can speak French. Because they don't, they don't, have, they don't like it when you only nation. They, they don't like it if you only speak English. And they really don't like it if you speak German. Oddly enough. Anything else on that topic? Um, the technique of gavage, which is the force feeding of an animal, dates as far back as 2500 BC when the ancient Egyptians began keeping birds for food and deliberately fattening them. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, we do that with all our, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I don't have much left to talk about this because, uh, to me, it's a disgusting thing to do to an animal, uh, even though we're sitting there eating it. Um, I'm sure that we do disgusting things to cows and stuff like that. And yeah, I yeah. still Veal. like steak. Yeah, we veal, you know, we force feed baby calves. Yeah, you know, we do I, the same thing. I, I just wagyu beef, you know, wagyu beef. Oh, that's so good, though. You ever smoke? It's, it's, smoke I've, wagyu. Ne- I've never had it, but I'll, you know, I'll, I will definitely try it someday. So, <sighs> so, so I thought that you were going in this direction, talking about ducks, balut. Oh, that's my next one. <laughs> the developing embryo of a bird, usually a duck, 
is commonly incubated for 14 to 21 days. So there is a chick inside of the egg. Then it's boiled inside of said egg and served from the shell. It's a common street food in the Philippines and throughout Southeast Asia, known as an aphrodisiac and hangover cure. The amniotic fluid is drunk straight from the shell mm -hmm. and the yolk, as well as the duck embryo. Yes. And they are eaten straight from the shell, the bones and beak still being soft enough to be eaten. Dude, the there's warm, gooey, gamey liquid is referred to as the soup of the duck egg. Yeah, no fucking way. No, not no. All right. No, no, and no. So I was in the Philippines, United States Navy, and there were two things that they had me try. One of them, which should be on my list, is kimchi. No, I've had it and love it, but man, it, it it's, if done right, it tastes great. Well, it's oh, I lost the light. There we go. It, it's it's not as hot as uh, the bomb. Yeah, but it grows. Like you, you take a bite and you're like, "Oh, this is tasty." And yeah. you take another bite and you're like, "You're already fucked because you took two bites." So, so, so that you know what we're talking about. It's it's basically fermented cabbage. And peppers. And Lots. peppers and just a lot of stuff to make it spicy. But the fermented cabbage can ferment for six months. Dude, that's rotten cabbage that you're eating. Well, I mean, beer is rotten wheat, but you drink that. Well, <laughs> well I don't want to hear now, that. <laughs> back to, back to Balut. <laughs> With Balut... The length of the incubation period before the egg is cooked is a matter of local preference, but generally ranges between 14 to 21 days, which means that there's a body, a beak, and feathers. And brain and whatever, yeah. Feathers. Now, the next time that you are at your craft store... I want you to buy a bag of feathers. I want you to take a ball of meat. I want you to mix in feathers. Cook it as a hamburger and try to eat the motherfucker. You have to boil it even better. I'm still picking my mustache. This is driving <laughs> me. Fucking nuts. <laughs> You're like thinking all these foods going to. Yeah. Uh, now, do you know where Balut originally came from? Well, my thing said is very, very popular in the Philippines. A derivative of Chinese culture. Hmm. Fuck the iPhone. <laughs> Well, I mean, they got those. I, I didn't put the 100-year-old eggs on there either, but I probably wouldn't try those. They just um, sound disgusting. They look disgusting. I, I They're not 100-year-old eggs, but they look like they should be 100-year-old eggs. 
Yeah, well, wow. Uh, I, I I don't even know what else to say about that. Um, <laughs> uh, you did that one. Yep, I got three left. How about you? I have two. All right, I'll, I'll go first then. Speaking of China. Oh, God, here we go. This is eaten for its health benefits and is an alleged aphrodisiac effect. I'll just describe how it's prepared. It is cut down the urethra and washed to remove the urine smell, then blanched in hot water, and the tough outer membrane is removed like a condom. What type of penis is this? Bull penis. Needs to be boiled for a long time to become edible. Yeah, like 50 years. I don't, enjoying, enjoying penis is more about texture than taste. You know, it's a sky. God, it's described as fatty and a little slimy. Uh, uh, according to experts, women should eat the whiter meat, whereas the darker penis meat should be eaten by men. Oh, no, 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 and no. That's another one of those you just cringe thinking. Like, I, I don't know. I, 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 no, I don't know. I, no. All right. We got two left. Uh, uh, do you got the cheese? Lindbergh? No, oh no, I no, I got something worse than go ahead. Yours I, is better than mine. No. Mine's I, worse than yours. Really? Oh. Oh. You go right ahead, man. Let um, me hear let me hear about blue cheese or Lindbergh cheese. Go, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this old pale in comparison. <clears throat> well, I had Lindbergh cheese and monkey brains left. Um. So I might I, try monkey brains just because I I I've seen the second yeah the the second movie of uh the the Science of the Lambs I can't remember the second one where he like literally takes the guy's brains while he's alive and fries them up it's like it I, I would try it but well I guess I'm ooh. There's a little bit of a story with the monkey brains. Okay, go for it. Um, but I, I'm going to go with the Limburg cheese first. Limburg. Do you know the or origins of Limburg cheese? Is it German in origin? Close. Dutch. Okay. Nuclear wool and the Dutch. Uh, made wherever there is a windmill. So, in southern Dutch, it is called Romado. And in Belgium, it's called Hervé cheese. It is a Her cheese. Wait, wait. Hervé Villa cheese? No, Hervé. Just Hervé. Uh, 
It is a cheese that originated in the Hervé area of the historic Dutch Duchy of Limburg, which had its capital, Limburg Servestre, now in the French-speaking Belgian province um, of Liege. Oh, so it's in Liege. Okay. There you go. There you go. The cheese is especially known for its strong smell caused by the bacterium. I'm not going to say that. Come on, you dumbass. Something Latinish and, yeah, long and, and yeah. Breva bacterium lineums. Well, that's good. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the cheese. When you open it, okay, I'm a cheese connoisseur. I love it. Any type of cheese, brie, uh, Cotswold. Um, even, I'm a big fan too, man. I have even tried Mimolette, the original Mimolette, where they let the insects eat the outside of it. Oh, which in America is no longer legal. Sad to say. I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> This is a cow's milk, which the rind is constantly washed to cause a bacteria to grow. Okay. This bacteria smells like feet. It is. You're into that? That's fine, you know? It is durian on the half note. Anyways, um, I tried this cheese, and I was actually kind of excited to try it because you you hear about the smell and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I bit into it, and the texture was incredibly good. It had a nice texture in your mouth. It just kind of smothered your whole mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. The problem is that after you eat it, and it is good when you eat it. Okay. Is that you smell dirty feet and armpit for like a day. (laughs) It is disgusting. (laughs) And you can't get the shit off your fingers. I even tried to like cut the outside off of it to reduce the smell, but no, <laughs> no, don't put that shit on a cracker, man, because you got to touch it. Well, you could, you could use gloves uh, and your breath would still smell like feet. Uh, oh, I wasn't, right. I wasn't dating a one at that point in time. So um, <laughs> it didn't matter. Didn't matter. All right, I got a I got a cheese that slightly beats that one out. All right. This is called Pasu Marzu or Martzu. It is so gross it is now outlawed, but apparently if you have connections you can still find this. The direct translation of that is rotten cheese. Hold on, what's it called? Pasu, C A S U. Mm-hmm. Marzu. 
Yep. From Italy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw this, this beyond, in my research. It goes beyond the typical fermentation to a stage of decomposition. But this is brought on about by the digestive action of larvae of a cheese fly of the Peophilidae family. These larvae are deliberately introduced to the cheese, promoting an advanced level of fermentation and breaking down of the cheese's fats. The texture of the cheese becomes very soft with some liquid called lagrima, which is Sardinia for teardrop, which is seeping out. The larvae themselves appear as translucent white worms. You eat the larvae that is in the cheese. However, when consumed, the larvae can survive in the intestinal tract, causing enteric myasis. I didn't look it up. I don't know how bad it is. I can only assume it's horrible because you're eating maggots. No. (laughs) No. It's an outlawed cheese. There's got to be a reason it's outlawed. Like I, I, I like I, I trick myself when I'm eating fig newtons, and I just I, I forget about the fact that the crunchy bits is little you know husks of of wasps. I, I, I just go past that because I love fig newtons. Not eating maggots in my cheese, not going to happen. All right, so since you and I both had balut together, mm-hmm. I, I'm down to. Two. How many are you down? I only got one left. Have you heard of Kiviak? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I do not recall it off the top of my head. Southwestern Greenland is where this originated. A freshly disemboweled seal is stuffed. <laughs> I do remember reading this. Without this is like this is this is the the Icelandic version of haggis, basically, yes. but worse. It gets so much worse. It is stuffed with up to five hundred small Arctic birds called the little auk. <laughs> They're like cute penguins, you know. It is then sewn shut and sealed. With seal fat to prevent flies from getting in it. It is then buried and left to ferment in the carcass for three to 18 months. If your food takes a year and a half to cook, no. Hold on. It gets worse. Because the traditional way of eating this is to pull the birds out, bite their head off, and suck mm. the juices out. Oh, fuck. No, God, no. Uh, <laughs> what the hell you say? Emotional uh. damage. I think that's all I have to say about that's all that. You're gonna say about that. Uh, so what's your uh, last one? The, my last one is something I have personally tried. 
in the same Chinese restaurant that I had oh. the tripe. And and once again, Bangkok gourmet in in uh, Cleveland, fabulous food. Some of the best Chinese food I've ever had in my life. It is fabulous. Just watch what you order. And I knew I, I saw this on the menu for months, and I worked up the courage to order it. Deep fried pig intestines. Um. Okay. I okay. First, first off, first off, they're called chitlins. Okay, but still, apparently, and these I, things I, I eat never, them uh, all the time because I okay. love them. Well, when you bite into them, yeah, do you know exactly what you're eating? Yeah. Because that, like, you you take a bite and you taste ass, and your your first reaction is spit this out. It, it, you, your brain has to tell you this is deep fried. There's there's no harmful bacteria. There's nothing in here that can hurt you. And don't get me wrong, sauce was fabulous. And I'm thinking it's going to be like bacon. You know, it's it's pig. It's fatty. It's going to be like bacon. It's you're not. eating pigs. You're eating pig's intestine, not ass. No, when you taste it, it's not the anus. It tastes just like it. And the weird thing is, like, you eat some more and it gets better. But if you take a a, a drink of a pop or eat something else, and you go back to this, it it, it's it's that first bite all over again. It's like, oh fuck, I'm eating I'm eating a pig's asshole. It is just that that is the flavor that you get. It is it's a little horrific. I will never ever order it ever again. All right. That one I don't think was as bad as mine. <laughs> My final one is Kalu du Krebdu. I think I'm familiar with Wait, that one. Cabredu. That's a cabredu. Cabredu. Italian. I had it when I was in Sardinia. Sardinians are weird motherfuckers, man. Well, it literally means goat kids rennet. Now, if you know anything about rennet, that's how you make cheese. It this, is. This, this sounds like the the Mongolian mare's milk brew. Well, hang on. <laughs> A baby goat is slaughtered right after drinking milk. The milk is filtered and poured back into the abdomen. Right or, about this one. Or the fourth stomach that contains rennet. The stomach is rubbed with salt and hung to dry for months. After maturing, the stomach is sliced open and the cheese is eaten on bread. (laughs) It's called Sardinia's Viagra. (laughs) Yeah. 
Right. And the taste is described as gasoline mixed with ammonia and wax. Ugh. Tried a bite that big on a piece of bread, on a full piece of bread that big. I threw up. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all night long. <laughs> oh, God. It is the most vile disc. It makes the. I may have to bring some of this up to uh, Put in Bay for our challenge. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Thought about the loot, but. Oh, um, God. It is the most disgusting thing that you will ever eat. And it's saying that it tastes like gasoline. It's doing it a favor. It's doing it a favor. (laughs) The wax bit, uh, the texture is just like chewing wax. Yeah. You remember those little uh, bottles of liquid that yeah. used to be inside? They like little Coke bottles and you yeah. had a little sweet in the inside and the rest was wax, yeah. So after that sweet was gone, you were just what? Chewing wax. Chewing wax, yeah. And that's what it's like because yeah. you can't stop chewing because it doesn't disintegrate. <laughs> it just stays in your mouth as like a big ball of nastiness and then you swallow it and because you're eating it with bread bread has a lot of air in it Mm -hmm. what do you do after eating a lot of air yeah belch it back up don't you (laughs) oh i'm about to throw up just thinking about this (laughs) I think I'd rather eat a pig's asshole at this point. <laughs> Get that cork off of that rum. Uh. Thank you, Bumboo. <laughs> the Davis and Davis show ends in 85 minutes, according to the tidbit. We're a little ahead of schedule. Sorry. Yeah, we're dead. Oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, the tidbits on Eastern Standard Time because we got a lot. So, this is also called Sukalu Sardu, and it comes under different names. If you ever go to the Sardinia region, drink the wine. But whatever you do, if they offer you cheese, tell Don't them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> it's supposed to be a nice tasting with gorgonzola cheese Uh, right right (laughs) mother hell yeah that just sounds I I, I skimmed over that in my reading I was like I don't know about that nasty ass shit All right, ladies and gentlemen We only have 11 minutes left before a break. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come right back. We're going to finish this up. We'll talk about what we're doing in the upcoming weeks. We'll talk a little bit about Put-in-Bay. 
We're doing the monkeys next week. And then the week after that, we're going to do a put and bay special where we talk about things to do on put and bay. We'll go over the interviews that we did with some of the racers from the race. Uh, we may, I, I may actually call Bob Kansas and say, Hey, can you come on for five minutes? Um, <laughs> if he's available, if he's available, if not, we'll have Mary Kanza. She's going to be even funnier. Uh, We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Davis and Davis show. With an upset stomach. After Sukalo Sardu. Pigs assholes. And we'll be right back. The loot. feelings because I'd like to get out of this room before we both start growing lady parts.
So, ladies and gentlemen, that was our top 20. I would be happy and my curse would be lifted. You can go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave. Indeed! Or check into a psycho war, whichever comes first, huh? My God, I love that. Um, that was our top 20 list or top 10 list, whatever, of crappiest food that you could ever freaking stick in your mouth. Just, just don't. Just say no. Hey, did I tell you? I may have told you this already. I may have told our listeners this already. Fuck, Burke. You and I have to bake a pie. Uh, excuse me? The tidbit is telling me bake a pie with some friends. And it says I'm your only one. Oh, my God. I hate the tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, BMW. <laughs> BMW. All that shit's fixed. For that now. No, that motherfucking top. Like, I used to have to push up on the top to get it to unseat and go back, retract. Guess what? Filling up your hydraulic reservoir might fix that. <laughs> Oddly enough, when you have enough fluid in there, it works better. Holy crap. So in two months and a few days, Burke and I will be touring the island. Touring, oh God, with Carl. Well, he'll probably be working. You haven't seen him for a while. It might be okay. You never know. I'll invite Jenny up. <laughs> That'll go over like a lead balloon. Sure. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was loud. Um. Yeah. We're going to do Puddin' Bay. Uh. I am up there from the 18th to the 25th. I have to leave on the 25th. Oh, I, I only have time off until the 23rd. I don't know how that's going to work. Oh, but... well, it works out really well because... Well, technically the 24th is a Sunday, so no big deal. Right. I'm actually going to go back to Medina. For the 24th and spend some time with some friends. I'm going to go golfing over at Fox Meadows and Weymouth Country Club. Very nice. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to that, kind of looking forward to seeing people. We'll be on, on tap that night. So any of you that want to come by and drink with me, please do. 
And anybody that doesn't, avoid it like the plague. Exactly. I was thinking about going to JoJo's, but uh, I don't even know if JoJo's is still there. Uh, gonna now, go- are you are you going to try and get up here by the 17th so we can see the whole lap thing? Or I am leaving work at 2 o'clock on the 16th, and I'm going to drive all night. So I should make it to Ohio by 8 in the morning. I will be a tired motherfucker, but I am shooting video of the parade this year. And I've already called the hotel. They said that we can pay for an extra day. Sweet. So maybe I'll. Well, no, it's you're coming from. If you need me to meet you up there, I can park my car up there, obviously. So let me know. It's up to you. I can meet you in Canton, pick you up, take you up there. Either way, I'm paying for the, the Beamer. To go onto the island, we're going to be driving in a convertible <laughs> all weekend long. God, I am so looking forward to this trip. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, been burned out at work. I really have. Uh, I, it's a great company, and I'm not going to bitch about the company or anything like that. I'm just burnt out. I haven't taken a vacation since last September. And, uh, <laughs> a week in Putin Bay, even if it's snowing, I'd be a happy guy. Um, we'll still the top down. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that's, you know, I'm not retired yet. I still have years to go, but. I made kind of a vow to myself to start saving money because I really wouldn't mind buying a house in either Marblehead or Put-in-Bay. Something small. I mean, you can find smaller houses on Put-in-Bay, 1,000 square feet with a little bit of land. Yeah, we drove around the whole island the last time. There's little tiny cottages here and there and everywhere. Yeah. So I, I just, I want to retire in Ohio. Um, and somebody looked at me, they were like, are you stupid? I said, no, I've lived all over this country and I like the four seasons. I like the fact that Cleveland Medina, whatever, wherever I've lived, is only seven hours from Virginia Beach. If I wanted to go to the beach, it's it's a half a day. Um, I live in Dallas-Fort Worth. If I want to go to Corpus Christi, it's 12 hours. If I want to go to Florida, it's 20 hours. If I want to go to Las Vegas, it's 20 hours. If I want to go to Ohio, it's 20 hours. Hell, you can get to Chicago in six and a half hours. Yeah, it's just... You can get to Toronto in six and a half hours. It's ridiculous. You can get to D.C. in probably eight hours. And 
I'm bitching about the heat. I know I'm bitching about the heat, people. But the heat here is not something to fuck around with. (laughs) I have come home three days in the past week shaking because I'm dehydrated. And I'm drinking water like a motherfucker. Motherfucker. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. And it's very unreasonable. (laughs) So you said you had a story about Bob that you want to share? Oh, God. (laughs) So he calls his sister every night. Am I a dick for this? Hang on. Let me turn the air conditioner on so he can't hear. (laughs) Uh, My immediate response is yes. I don't even know the story. (laughs) But yeah. Am I the asshole? Yes. Yes, you are. Hold on. 66 days, two hours, two minutes until (laughs) my Putin Bay vacation starts. (laughs) All right. So he calls his sister every night and I've now friended her on Facebook send her compliments at the wazoo and he was just on the phone the phone with her her a second ago and as I was walking by I was like you are so much hotter than Bob and she's (laughs) like what huh So I sent Bob a text a second ago going, I'm going to bang your sister. (laughs) 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 Uh, Such a happy day in my life right now. (laughs) It's not that you want to. You just know how much that would annoy him. I just have to. It's kind of written in the bro code. Uh, (laughs) Now, for all the listeners out there, I was under the assumption that when you brought Bob back to Ohio, he was staying here. But no, he's just taking a vacation. Um, Well, no, originally, he was not going to stay here. But here's the fact. This job in Ohio probably pays $12, $10 an hour. Here it's $17. You know, but your I, cost of living makes up for that. There's, There are reasons why I moved to Dallas. And it wasn't because of the heat. Um, I moved my business here because it is an area that's a hell of a lot more lucrative than it was in Ohio, where I was making $300 a week in Ohio or $300 a week in Rhode Island. 
here I was making twelve hundred dollars a week. So but the houses cost three times as much. The apartments cost three times as much. Yeah, like my house. I, uh, how big's your house? I have no clue. Um, it's small. SML. It's SML small. I've got two small bedrooms upstairs and a bathroom. I've got one bedroom down here. This little tiny. Th- You've been here. Yes. Okay. This I thing ne- cost me. I never went upstairs because I was afraid of Mackenzie's underwear. <laughs> it cost us ninety nine thousand. Okay. I'm 2,700 square feet, four bedrooms, 400,000. Yeah. Like my last house was four bedrooms. Probably not quite that big, but damn near. And it was a hunt. Well, back in the day. Well, what your, we last ha- your last house was Edna's house. Agnes. Yeah. Agnes. Sorry. Um, that house was big. I went there. Yeah. I've... And uh, we sold that in the 150 range, I think. So that's probably comparable to your house. It's comparable. My house is a ranch. So yeah. only one level. Um, where Agnes's was two stories. And that was a big house. Mm-hmm. Plus it was on prime real estate. Yeah, a little bit hilly, but the great thing was when it rained, the rain went away from the house, so that was nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, I have told people this many times, and they think I'm crazy. <clears throat> this house in Ohio would cost me $150,000. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah, maybe one sixty now with inflation, but, yeah. Okay, still, I'm paying 400000 for this right now. I'll have 15 years of equity into it when I decide to come back to Ohio. That means that I could buy that $160,000. I could buy the same house and have almost half of it paid off. Nice. So... Plus, my payment's going to be half. Yeah. So is your paycheck. Yeah. Well. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Right now, okay. So my job, uh, our corporation bought a golf course in Solon. Oh, nice. They have no general manager right now. And they have basically no management team up there whatsoever right now. My uh, MVO, who is basically the manager over a certain area, um, is in charge of that area. And he has been here in Dallas for the past two days. Mm. So I'm putting my freaking finger in his ear every five seconds. You know, I used to live in Ohio. 
know the area pretty well. Yeah. Grew up there. Yeah. My, my, my house is only 38 minutes away from there. Mm-hmm. All my friends are there. Oh, by the way, I grew up with one of your general managers over at one of your courses. He's from Medina. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they've actually, <clears throat> I have to give our corporation a lot of credit. <coughs> I should have hit the cough button. That's all right. I give them a lot of credit because uh, they're starting to realize that out of all of their courses in Ohio, it's much better to have somebody that's grown up there running it than throwing somebody from, say, New York. or texas ohio is a different place where you kind of need to have the same mentality of the state running whatever business you have there and honestly it helps you out like they had somebody over at fox meadows in medina and he sucked Because he just didn't real I mean, he didn't understand the blue collar way of working. Yeah. And you can't, you can polish a turd as much as you want. <laughs> it's not going to make it Cartier. You know, it's, Ohio is full of blue collar workers. Yeah, I mean, like in any city, if you drive a half an hour away, you usually get to farmland. Mm -hmm. I mean, you used to come to my house. Two streets away was corn cobs. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, that's that's just that's kind of the mentality. You work for what you get. And uh, you can't slam people with heavy freaking prices when you live in an area that is farm-based uh, or industry-based to the point of manufacturing, which manufacturing is probably the biggest industry in Ohio, in Northeast oh, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I worked for high level screw, Chickmaster, Plastic Oat. I mean, the majority of my life growing up, I did factory jobs. And that's. I mean, go, Gojo's in Ohio. I mean, Gojo's everywhere. That's a. But you have to, you have to understand that. Now, now the one golf course I was talking about they put a guy that I've known from Medina for years in as the GM guess what turns out to be one of the top courses in in Ohio right now <laughs> nice <laughs> anyway so Solon's looking for a GM and hey, you could live you could live in Twinsburg probably pretty comfortably if you wanted to I would probably live in Copley. 
just I know that it's 39 minutes away, but the cost of living in Copley is lower than it is up in Cleveland. I don't want to live. Oh, yeah. I don't want to live in Cleveland. Yeah, you're you're 35 minutes from Copley to Solon. Yeah. So, I mean, I lived in, I used to work in Middleburg Heights and lived in Medina. It was 45 minutes. I, I'll bet there's some cheap places in Richfield to live, actually. You're right off of 271 right there. I'm sure there are, but being in Copley, being 10 minutes from Medina. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. 10 minutes from you, 10 minutes from Akron. Just that's that's where I want to live is the Copley area. And now that Carl is living in Putten Bay, I mean, hell yeah. It's a free city now, man. Hit up his wife. She doesn't live in Copley anymore, man. Where's she living? She is uh, right off of 224 and Manchester Road. Still about 10 minutes away from Copley, so... Hmm. All right. Can still oh, get God, late. you're playing that song. Oh, dear God. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's We're going to wrap this shit up. Long this is- <laughs> show. Uh, yeah, three hours, four minutes with breaks. seconds. Um, Silver is at 2331. 23.31. Thank you, Tidbit. Only 167 days left until Christmas. God, I love the Tidbit. I'm bringing it. I tell you, it is going in the window of the hotel room. And I will let everyone walk by and go, who the fuck? cares about that <laughs> so you go oh hey did you know <laughs> hey let's do the window hey did you know that it's 74 degrees with 87 percent humidity in Putin bay <laughs> uh so we got the Putin bay show coming up people i'm looking forward to it i've got a couple of interviews i've got a couple of Things that we recorded that I probably shouldn't air. And we're going to do it anyway. Uh, that's the way we are here at the Davis and Davis show. Uh, it's hope- Sanford dicks and dicks if you really wanted to think about it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, remember DavisandDavisShow.com. Then go to your merch needs at TheDavisandDavisShow.com. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good night.